Hello and welcome to a BizPod special. Today we're discussing how we've been faring since we ended season one of the show. Enjoy. Hi there, Anton. Hello, Louise. How have you, how have you been faring? It's been a good few months since we've done this, hasn't it? Indeed, and it's surreal to think that we've hit one year of recording or BizPod's existence. Yeah, we we sort of taken the last few months off, we'll admit. Um, but that's because the other work that we do has just really been taking priority. And I think we both felt we sort of hit a bit of a cap in terms of the exact type of work that season one was. So when we come back to season two, we're going to be moving into slightly different areas. Yeah, you know, when we ended season one, it just felt like the right time. I think we had covered as many of the topics that could be discovered during that kind of time at NACA Media. What NACA Media was, we covered, you know, what that was like and everything about that. So mm. it felt like a right place to end it. But now that we're at this one year point, we thought it'd be nice to, you know, have a little update with yourselves, let people know where we're at and yeah. um, basically share, you know, BizPod is still in our mind, even though we're not quite at the stage to commit to a season two yet. Yeah, we still really loved it. And I think also it was really great for during lockdown to connect to new people um, in the a million different ways that we've already talked about using a podcast to connect to people. Um, but I think also, you know, it, it helped sort of add some routine, um, which has just changed so much because we've been very busy um, and we're going to be talking about the sort of period of time between, well, during July 2021, moving on through to sort of October, November 2021, which is like a decent chunk of the year. Yeah, you know, I think when we left off the podcast, and I think we even spoke about it, we were mm. at a bit of a dry spot. We were just coming out of Scotland's second lockdown. Yeah. And to be honest, that first one, we were able to, you know, find stuff in close and there was a little bit of optimism. I think for both businesses and people alike, that second one was a little bit more downtrodden. Um, and the vibe was definitely a little bit lower. And similarly, you know, that meant conserved market budgets. But... Now that we've came out of that, we've flourished. Um, yeah, we've, we've had a lot of work done um, and, and have been involved in a lot of different things. So we're going to like talk through a little bit of that um, and, and yeah, a bit more about that. I don't know. Do you want to start with graduation? I don't think we've mentioned yeah, it. I think when we left off, we were just about to do our biggest project yet, which was, as you mentioned, the graduation film. This was the graduation project, which... It's quite funnily was also part of our graduation, but it was a video to kind of talk over the, you know, the generation 2020 that didn't fully get university or college graduations, but mostly focusing on Queen Margaret University, who we'd been working with. Um, and then also sort of talking through some other alumni, thanks and congratulations from the staff. Um, it was one of our longest in terms of minutes piece of work because it was a half an hour long video, which was a real challenge. But I mean, I I loved every moment of the making of it because we got to work with people who we already knew and, and really miss seeing. Yeah, you know, it was very uh, cathartic to really work mm. on a project in which not only was the subject matter matter close to ourselves, but we weren't creating it to advertise to people. We weren't yeah. trying to persuade or do anything like that. We were with our fellow alumni celebrating graduation 
um, for what could have been possibly the the main way to celebrate it. We kind of built it with the intention that you never know what the world's going to do to us and curveballs and just in case if we're not able to have a, a physical graduation, which we were fortunate enough to have a kind of mm. 50% graduation. We were able to have a reception, which was lovely. Um, but it was kind of a piece of media created with, you know, as a solution to a problem that, you know, the pandemic that we mm. sadly couldn't celebrate as we normally would. Which, yeah, I I like that you brought the, the solution problem sort of thing in there because that's something we've been focusing on as we sort of moved into other type of media over the next few months from that. But I think as a piece in a whole, we we started or or the idea began to talk about in February and it took to July for it to come out. So it was a hugely long extended process. But I mean, I, it was incredible. Indeed. I thought it was brilliant. And outside of just the final product in which we produced, I think as growing as a company was a, a real good case study of us having to delegate um, mm. on such a large scale. I think we're still very much at the scale with even some of our higher budget projects where we can both be in like, the ground floor of every stage of the project, whether that's us both storyboarding the beats and making that together, whether that's us both being on set filming or whether that's us both um, going ahead and you know picking out the clips that we want to make mm. this the best project ever. But with this one, we almost treat it like a cl- collection of many, many little projects, which yeah. you know we've done before. We've done all the individual parts separately, but us delegating and handing off uh, roles and opportunities to who was best for that at that particular time and not even that, just fitting it all in the schedule was a, a nice challenge for us as creatives. It, yeah, it was an interesting one because as well for like 30 minute video content, you have to kind of break it up. So part of the structure of the video helped structure our work. Um, and, and you know, we sort of let it do that because again, we, we kind of knew a large part of the content that we were making. It was very familiar to us. And you're right, we weren't advertising. It was about a celebration. And so it was just a different kind of thing, which I think really sort of pushed us in new ways. Um, whilst also still having really familiar locations, you know, we were able to uh, write up uh, floor plans and agree on locations without having to go onto set, if that makes sense, which really helped with the remote element. You know, we were able to plan it so all the filming was done in one day or or that the, the filming that needed to be done that day was done in one day kind of thing. It was very little actual shooting on location which we became familiar with over lockdown that kind of style so it really sort of felt like the last of the lockdown projects i would say yeah you know it kind of very much started at the beginning of you know you know very stringent having to have the the windows open wiped down <laughs> stuff and near the end of it you know we were filming outdoors we we're able to be a little bit more open it was, well, it was a little summer bit, as well yeah it managed to get a, a incredible tan on that first day of film oh and we God. had one Which day is still with you yeah it was meant to be nearly five months later yeah it was one of those days where it's like oh we'll maybe do some stuff indoors some stuff inside but it was the entire day was just in the blazing sun and uh yeah neither you of us you were quite that. burnt up by it. i picked up a little bit of color I'm, lovely i'm too scottish for that filming and so i was burnt i would die burnt um <laughs> but what's new yeah um and similarly with it kind of being the end of those sort of lockdown projects it was i think 
most of the participants we had were just happy to meet up and chat and have that little taste of normality. Yeah, it was lovely. And I think as well, talking about sort of more of that kind of lovely outdoor work that we've done, we also did something which, you know, was very filling for my soul, which was some um, macro videography, which I've been trying to push for ages. And so the fact that we actually got to do that i mean i mean it was incredible yeah uh, not only was this project that we did with um papal steading i think a just showcase spectacular project i think the way that it came across and came about was in one very interesting and very kind of fun in the moment um, yeah, i guess it, it sort of i started that a bit more indeed um again sort of talking about the delegation we've started kind of breaking up our projects a bit more so this was one that um you know we ha- we were or had approached papal studying about a different kind of a project that they were interested in but in that storyboarding and, and script writing process they saw this main chunk of it which ended up sort of being the closest part of the wild meadow project that we ended up filming which was sort of that huge emphasis on on the macro and a and a sort of a, a smaller story to be told within that um and what that sort of accumulated itself as is being dropped off in the middle of east lothian somewhere in papal as it turns out um and getting you know here is the field there you go and, and so we spent you know a full day, kind of 8 hours basically <clears throat> in this one field doing that kind of shot and then right well let's walk up the road what else is here okay we need this kind of stuff right there's you know there's this beautiful um barley and cornfield right get that um let's look around the actual papal itself and 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 yeah it, you know i loved <laughs> i loved that day because you know me i love the outdoors i love spending time in nature did we bring snacks i think we had a little lunch indeed yeah it was it was really it was very wholesome yeah i've got to say um working with papal setting and uh mainly our main liaison um george mcintosh was what i've got to say is it was really fun to one just be trusty to do something great Mm -hmm. but i think george recognized that you know you can do something cheap but um you know given the kind of creative uh freedom giving a little bit of funding to do stuff to extremely high quality Mm. um you know more time you can get more shots you can get better and due to that we got a project where we had an abundance of incredible macro photography slash videography from yourself louise and you know every shot that we were able to pick was cherry picked golden shots sometimes you have a project and it's like and that's our that's our thumbnail shot right there yeah but this one every shot like it was tough having to design a thumbnail for that because there was so much good stuff in that and it was so lovely that we were able to you know have the freedom have the trust and uh, that you know george and the team at papal were able to you know know you know we can do yeah, great stuff because it's something like trying to sell macro videography the main problem about macro shooting in general is is because it's so tiny you need so much light um but also because uh when it's with like wild animals or as we had butterflies bees and bugs um, these are things that move very fast. So again, because they're tiny, it's getting them in frame, getting them focused. So then added on top of that, this isn't just photography, this is videography. So they have got to be moving and you've got to be moving. It has to stay dynamic. Um, you know, it takes more than four times the length to get each shot. I mean, half of the day was just me chasing after butterflies, which, you know, is a weird description of my job, but I'm very happy about because, yeah, we got these, I mean, especially with the music that you managed to get, it it was just stunning. And I do really think 
Um, it's the most kind of visually beautiful and simple example of our work because so much of our work is tailored to what it needs to be. And and yeah, I I'm it's my favorite. I'm sorry, yep. it's my favorite child. I've picked it. It's ah, Pakistani. Yeah, you know, uh, and I think as well as that, this was the first job that we went for bespoke licensed music for. True. Um, which I stuff the it's something that I've done in the past a couple times, uh, more sort of necessity in those cases. Mm. Uh, but this was one where you know we kind of went. You know, it's like okay, we're going to license music, and then just found the perfect song. It was, it was yeah. classical, but magical. It wasn't fantasy, but it was still super endearing. And if you haven't checked out when we did it, it was like, okay, we need to update uh, the main homepage of the website. Yeah, we, do. Uh, we need to just include this and, in, you know, just so many cherry-picked spots. I think as well, it was, you know, it, it was a quality jump as well for us because, you know, we were we were given a budget that could allow for incredibly high quality Indeed. that so much of what we have to do ends up being okay we can do a take a minute let's go um and this was very much we had we had infinite time to get it right um for every single shot you know we were allowed we were able to um pause for sunlight you know we were able to wait you know okay well let's wait 20 minutes is that cloud going to move okay there's the perfect shot which typically we don't get to do because i mean so much of what we sell ourselves on is about the efficiency of speed it was a really interesting kind of thought experiment and also a brilliant project yeah and uh, we've got some more projects that we love to share with you but sidling a little there one of the things that was quite great there was that this was one of the first jobs that took advantage of a bunch of new gear that we got We've been incredibly fortunate to go into a couple of funding runs mm -hmm. and we've been, once again, fortunate to be su quite successful in that. And within of that, we had a whole bunch of new equipment that yeah. um, there had been a couple of jobs where we you know, maybe used a new mic or used a new monitor. This one, we pulled together all of our new equipment to do the best thing possible. Um, so we had new camera monitors, which just making sure that every shot was super crisp detailed yeah. the focus was right the lighting was right was really handy although the monitor did actually let us down a little that day <laughs> yeah there were some issues slightly with them um, the the focusing yeah um but but yeah ended up i think as well you know we were able to step up the quality of work because we were given time but you're right we, we also had this new equipment um which has also allowed allowed for that step yeah. up and yeah, new microphones. Um, my mm -hmm. camera acquired a cage and got very buff all of a sudden. <laughs> it was got a little bit chunky. He's a little chunky. He's a little less handheld now, but we love them all the same. Mm. And yeah, just new equipment. You know, it's we still have the same underlying skills, but it's allowing us to make the most of them. And you know, it wasn't like a week or a month prior we couldn't have made papal steading, but you know, it enabled us to do it more proficiently. You mm. know, when we were taking shots, we knew the focus was perfect. We had a cage so we can mount a bazillion things to the camera. And um, for then future projects, you know, we had the new microphones that we could clip on and lav people up. And it was pretty great, but shuffling on. Yeah, that's right. Because it came in just after graduation, which Indeed. is a real shame because so much of it we could have used if we really yeah. could have used for graduation. So it was sort of about the right time, I think, of us growing into doing this slightly higher quality work. Because as well, you know, as we improve, we'll mm. get better. Um, you know, our skills get better, but the equipment needs to scale with that. And I think that was about the right time. Yeah, it's interesting. We had a, a job quite recently where it was using this full, I guess, rig of equipment. And it was a, mm. a little bit like, oh, yeah, rolling up to a shoot with a camera and rolling up to set with a rig that needs assembled yeah. is yeah. a much different experience. Yeah. The resulting quality really 
brilliant when you can have just you can see everything in the frame perfectly and especially when it's bigger you know you notice that um tissue that's at the side of the frame or that crumb that's on the table like Mm. crumbs and dust that's something you miss on a little two inch screen but when you've got like a nice eight inch one that's uh you know a thousand nits brightness you you spot that and it results in higher quality media and i think another good example of properly rolling up to set was we did some brilliant work for food and drink um county east lothian indeed which um i mean also has been some of our favorite work because we've been able to work with some brilliant people but on top of that um we did an event in august and it was we were we were back on set we had people and and though yes it was masks and distance where you can we were sanitizing and wiping we we were able to do interviews again i mean it it was it was sort of bizarre but really thrilling to go back to the kind of more traditional style of of talking head videography that we were so familiar with before and again because we've had this step up in equipment it's it's some of our best work indeed and yeah i think as well as that combining that with the fact that it was event videography yeah yeah when was the last time anybody did event videography mm, it's mm. almost became a dodo at this point but you know there we were and you know our versatility um our adaptability you know yep. we didn't we had some photos and reference photography so we had a vague idea but you know we came in and it was like oh that angle doesn't quite work let's mm, flip that mm. Um, the but, lighting you know, was a lot warmer than we had planned yeah. for it so it's like right okay white balancing and color grading and even just you know we knew the kind of location and the time scale we had of okay so i'll be set up here and i'm filming this for then you at that time are doing that there okay now we've got a switch i need this piece of equipment you know you Indeed, change it over yeah. we're checking the batteries um, and, and you know, we love a kind of a challenge like that. That was really fun to do. Indeed. And then we had um, part two of that filming, which again was um, doubling down on that versatility, yep. where it was like, okay, we're just going to go on our little road trip, <laughs> yeah. um, walk through the door and see what you can do, which some places were super easy. Um, yeah, you I'll, did that by yourself. Yeah, some places super easy and it was just uh, magic happening on screen. Some places it was like, oh, this is a tough place to film. Every time you show me those clips that you got of the chocolate being like poured into molds and uh-huh. had stuff put on top i get so hungry it was a, a fantastic bespoke artisan uh chocolatier in east lovian um chocolate tree and i cannot emphasize enough just walking through the door <sighs> it's this little cute cottage or it looks like a row of cottages it's all one inside so oh, they sneaky. have all of the fake doors so it still <laughs> looks like a row of cottages oh the tiniest logo you could probably have this logo on a smartphone Mm. that's how small it is so very discreet and you walk in and it's like you you stumble because the smell just hits you (laughs) it's beautiful it's Mm. just the smell of dark chocolate and coca but it was like wow yeah and i think i think those are like the three major traditional Mm -hmm. kind of things that we've been working on because I'm trying to now just think about the other stuff we've done we've also done more in between those projects indeed but those have been you know the bread and butter the main things on the website and also that kind of traditional style that we've worked on before because that's right at the same time that i've kind of been doing some more kind of more corporate videography you've then been doing some sort of music video kind of creations do you want to talk about indeed that yeah so i think we we've spoken about it a couple times um on BizPod that um we have the naka originals and on there we mm-hmm. have um, a great music video that we put together for our great friend aster yeah um, they are just incredible check Love them out her. on itunes spotify the whole uh, band camp but yeah we did that and it was very fun it was literally done 
just because one evening, one evening, because I really loved her music, and I was like, "That song's great." I, I have a little bit of an image here. Mm. Let's feel it all, and it ended up filling up the the full four minutes fifty of the song. Um, well, similarly, um, good friend uh, Mike McDermott, which um, we do a podcast together, um, at NSUKP Limited, um, and yeah, saw that and was like, "Wow, that's kind of what I'd been thinking," and I've got this new album coming up, which. Do make sure to check out their socials if you're interested in that sort of Scottish country uh, sort of style. But mm. yeah, we were able to put together uh, two music videos there, a compilation of five clips each. And um, it's all yet to fully roll out. Um, but they're kind of, that's kind of what we do, you know. Sure, we did put together these two four-minute, uh, well, I think three to four-minute music videos. But it's, you know, putting together those clips so it can be part of a kind of larger social media outroll and package and marketing strategy. Yeah. And and that was very much, yeah, your your friend, your connection, your editing, your work. And, and you know, as, as an outsider, because I don't often get to be an outsider to our work, I was like, wow, how'd you do it? How, I, you, how are you doing that? I've <laughs> got no idea what you're doing. Uh, similarly to being a bit of an outsider to the project it's been incredibly exciting to watch the work that you've been doing with your father at idc because yeah. that's very much full-on corporate which yeah we've only dabbled in a little we've done some great stuff with east loving council and the like but mm. this was you know corporate corporate which was very fun to see i mean i really think it's brilliant that he's had these opportunities to make this really brilliant kind of filming stuff with his work um, and so because, you know, we've just got so much more gear and we're able to give sort of a couple of days each time. Um, <clears throat> as Nakamedia, I've been doing the videography with him for a couple of different projects. So we've got a few slightly smaller ones there where I disappear for the day and do this videography with him. Um, and yeah, uh, you know, Anton typically has been the videographer. So it's it's been, you know, a learning process in terms of equipment and also just the honing and, and practicing my videography skills, which, you know, has just, again, been really enjoyable. Yeah, and uh, I think the involvement of your, your father, Rory, has been lovely in the fact that, once again, this isn't us using videos and marketing, but another solution. Mm -hmm. uh, this was mm -hmm. part of a larger kind of, I guess, research study and this was a kind of condensed executive summary of this big research summer, uh, project. Yeah. Um, so it was all about conveying that information in you know a professional and dignified manner. Yeah. But also injecting a little bit of energy and personality via the means of videography. Yeah. Well, so you know, it, we don't. We've never really given. We you know we were given a script and essentially a storyboard and told right these locations these times which we don't always get. Um, and then, yeah, you then afterwards, just because it was needed, did a little bit of color grading and touching up of the clips just because there's only so much you can do with street videography, um, which, again, sort of, I think, gave it that sort of cleaner professional edge. It's not something we've always felt the need to do, but I think this was an example of, yep, it's got to be as clean as possible. If all we're doing is handing over footage, let's give them the best footage. Indeed, and it's um, very interesting because now we're kind of um, approaching us looking into the future a little in terms of where mm. we're going, which I don't know if you, you see this quite the same, but I feel like there's an element of us revisiting ourselves, but as a, a more sophisticated company. We're, we've got some possible charity work coming up. Um, mm. Well, not possible. It's on the cards and it's in the calendar. 
which is very much inspired by our very first project collaborating yeah, together. Yeah, that is um, Which is kind of interesting circular. We're back once again with QMU doing some more coursework, which That's it's been a true. good while. We've done Digital Grad. We did an LGBT film since then. Yeah. So there's an interesting circularity well, to we our had work. creative practice as well. Indeed. So, so you're right. It is wonderful to be not only doing the work that we are good at and enjoyed I would say both of those are there but on top of that um, it's some of our best work and so yeah it's great not only to know that we're going to do a really good job at doing it again but know that it's going to just look better because we've had you know a year and a bit <laughs> to get better I mean with with the the charity work that's even th almost three two two and a bit years better um, from that last the kind of inspiration from our work that they've taken which is really exciting um, because we're also kind of moving into some new stuff with QMU. Um, I'm going to be doing a whole bunch of photography for them, which oh, I'm excited about. We all know how much I love photography. And so it's great that, you know, there's skills that we can help them with there. Um, and, and yes, similarly, it's just about, right, what's the next job? Where is it coming from? Indeed. And, uh, you know, we've got a bunch of different leads looking slightly further afield we've been making uh, our good friends over at raw film we did a great mm. interview with michael grant um we've kind of been helping them out with some projects which we've never quite done before but uh, it's very exciting nonetheless and um yeah you know that's our first time going across our, our wonderful gorgeous fourth bridges to do some work yeah we haven't really traveled much further north for naka media um, so that was really fun and enjoyable um, and connecting a little bit with Play Scotland um, and some other kind of people through in that just, you know, as as I guess not that encroaching on anyone's work, but just in terms of, yeah, it's brilliant to have the opportunity to be able to help Raw Film because they've helped us so much in sort of suggestions and advice. Um, but also, I think in terms of kind of being out there a bit more as yep we're Nakamija this is what we do we turn up and we shoot and, and we're extremely quick everyone's always like wow that was so fast um which makes me wonder how <laughs> how do other people shoot um but I also think because there's two of us mm -hmm. we're like double the speed of most people um because you don't often need two people on set yeah just even just one person getting the tripod ready so that once the lens is on the camera it's planted ready to go mm -mm. um small thing but it means a, a world of difference or you know somebody going off uh like yourself maybe grabbing b-roll yeah. while i'm setting up the interview camera or vice versa um makes things a bazillion times easier it is but, a bazillion yeah uh as we alluded to slightly earlier in this special um special. it wasn't quite the you know oh my God, there's everything going on all of that time. We did have a little bit of a dry spot coming out of the the second lockdown. Mm. And that's something that we're kind of learning to deal with, you know, the, the dips and highs of running a business. Yeah, and I think especially of this kind of work where essentially our job is applying for jobs, which if I was told that at the start, I don't think I would be doing this. Um, but, you know, what is what is wonderful is we've spoken to a lot of other people of our sort of not shape um of our kind of size and position in terms of this kind of work and yeah this is just the way it is that there are sort of um that there are you know hills and troughs in terms of when you get a load of work and when you don't partly because it follows the seasons partly you know which is the holidays partly it follows um the good weather because the UK and overall I mean it's it's really interesting because you know, now that we've done a full year and we're coming sort of moving on from doing full time, we're able to start predicting those patterns. 
which is really helpful for us because then we know what we're doing and when we're doing it. Um, but it does seem to be there's kind of general waves in which this kind of marketing type thing happens. And so in those gaps, what we're now able to do, because we're a bit more covering ourselves, is we've been able to do some creative work. Indeed. Which um, I know you want to talk a lot about the water is fine. I still want to keep it a little bit elusive, but it's kind of a pet project I've been working on, which is very much a traditional creative short film. Um, which where that's going, not fully sure yet, but we have wrapped the production part of it. And so it's just on to pre-production. Um, and I mean, already your contributions to my idea have been incredible. Thank you. Um, I don't even like calling it my idea because you've been so heavily involved in it. <laughs> um, I'm especially getting you to go into the ocean in September, just in shorts. That was that was the most incredible part of the whole thing. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm not one for the water, so th that one was very much for the art of it. But <laughs> what I think is really lovely about you know running both NACA Media with yourself and having done stuff like um, So How Do You Do Our Short Film from a couple years back is that with a lot of people, when they come to you and they mention a project that they maybe either want your involvement with or they just mention it generally and you, it's something that you could contribute to it, mm. there's an element of you know auditing it a little even if you you love the person there's a degree of yeah there's is this could put be together, a terrible idea <laughs> is it worth the time but what i think is quite fun about what we've done as knack media and in, in the past is we're in a position or at least i feel like i'm in a position where even if i don't understand the project or there's gaps in it um like the film that it's been made it's very abstract and very <laughs> arty it's very abstract um but I'm totally committed to doing that creative leap, um, leap of faith, because I know you're an incredible artist. I know whatever's made Aww. will be brilliant. Thank so you, excited so. to see the full film. I like that you say that, but you're editing. I know. <laughs> You'll be seeing many different versions of this film. Uh, constantly morphing. See, and now that you've said that, now I've got more ideas, so we can talk about that later. But um, yeah, I think part of that is also a little bit of self-improvement, which um, we can talk about now that I think we've both been working on ourselves a lot. And, and it's basically taken me... Uh, what? At least, I mean, I w we did some of the photography that was like... February indeed that yes. we did our the last photography project and then before then it was finishing up uni which was again another like six eight months prior so I seem to have a good spell every six eight months mm. of creativity um but it really feels like it's a huge recharge time and uh, a lot of the work that I've been doing in those interim times has been working on mental health, has been working on, you know, um, diet routine. Uh, and I mean dieting in terms of um, eating to heal the body rather than controlling uh, and what you're eating. Um, and, and, you know, making sure I'm doing making sure I'm doing things properly to care for myself um, alongside not treating myself as a resource, but treating myself as a person who's learning. And so part of that, as we said, is, is some mentoring that we've been, um, that we were looking into for a long time and have managed to get two brilliant mentors who are really happy and, and brilliant and creative and understand what we do, which we couldn't really ask for more. Indeed, I think getting a business-centric mindset looking inwards from the mm. outside has really been beneficial as a company. Because, you know, 
we we love the art and we do the art very well and even if we we don't call it art or if we call it a solution we call it an advertising resource whatever we call a- it advertising we love what we do yeah um but i think thinking of just every single part of that process who we're targeting how we're positioning ourselves the wording of what we describe ourselves as you know we might be even doing the exact same thing at the end of it but how we package it and how we position it and how we what we call it completely changes how we function as a business and mm. we're very much at an early stage of that you know for the past year and a bit with NAC Media LLP we've been very much rolling with the punches in terms of you know the pandemic the lockdown the second lockdown now we're fortunate enough to be in a position where we can tell our access a little to make mm-hmm. us one make sure we're doing more of the work we enjoy more often and we're spending less time looking for work but two we're making the most of the opportunities we have yeah, I mean, I also think, you know, because we talked a little bit about that step up in quality in terms of technical and in terms of our skill, because we've just been doing it so long and learning so much more. There's also we've got to now step up the business to join on to that. You know, I think you can't really talk about stages of business, but sort of hitting a year does really make a difference Um, of two people working full time. You know, you've done a year if you're not sort of stepping up at that point, then maybe you're missing something or maybe, you know, you've stepped up at a different stage, but there is a kind of right, you know, we've been actively investing in this in a year. We have learned how to do our jobs. I think that was a big thing at the start was not only making the job, was also learning how to do the job. And so it's like, right, how do we do our jobs better? How do we do our jobs to the point at which we're we're really really good at them you know and the little problems that sometimes happen or the things that surprise you just don't because you're good at what you do um and so that's been quite enjoyable I would say stepping up that but also having you alongside that to kind of be like right okay you know you're starting to do this now or this is how you're doing things what do you think about this change or right okay um, I think that makes for a difference. Yeah, I think the a lot of the lessons here that we're learning, um, if implemented correctly, and you know that's the thing we're figuring out was how to yeah. implement. We have a lot of grand ideas of what a business could be and what a, a re kind of a newly positioned Nakamedia could function like. Uh, but I think whatever that form that takes place and the work that corresponds with that will be very much the basis of what a BizPod 2 would be like. Yeah. So, well, um, or we'll sort of coincide with that. Indeed. I think we've got we to formulate. Indeed. And then we can get back to you. Um, but even just talking about what a new BizPod could be, I mean, we re- we're even in a new space. We didn't even mention. We're doing this in person, not because we want to, lol, but because <laughs> um, we, we live in such proximity that we might as well just sit in the same room and record this now which is very exciting because it meant we can have all of our equipment in one room which i know you don't care about but oh my god it has made my life so much easier (laughs) now that we have all of the equipment that can all be charged overnight for a shoot all in the same place oh i cannot recommend it enough because we we had talked about office space for the longest time which as a media production company wasn't actually what we needed what we needed was just a a studio kind of it's it's an odd one i think we find a good a good solution for now but you know i wouldn't just blindly say yes move in with your business partner yeah, it it works for us. It works uh, for us. Just simply being able to just yell down the hallway and be like, oh, "Take so a look great. at this." I just can I can just walk in and see what you're editing, and I know you hate that so much, but it's it's so great. 
to actually know what you're doing half the time. <laughs> because then that can inform, okay, well, you're doing that, right? I can go do this. Or, oh, did you hear about this email? Stop what you're doing. We need to deal with it or whatever. Um, that's really been brilliant. Um, and I think that's also helped in terms of the kind of the collaborative work amongst ourselves but also we've had some really fun people get back to us about hey I can't make this weekend shoot can you just go and do that and hey actually I'm not able to do this can you go do that so we've actually had some really interesting kind of referral work from some friends of ours um and then we've also been hugely making connections over this kind of last six months we've done a huge amount of let's partner up, let's collaborate, let's work together and do some brilliant stuff. Um, and it's just very exciting. We're, we're becoming the big boys now. Yeah, uh, you know, we've continued to keep growing. And I think that's uh, the main thing to take away from this special Obvious pod is for a bit there, you know, it was very much survival mode and kind of all we're out of it let's get back to where we were and uh, now we're we're going to where we're going to be next um mm-hmm. you know we're not hitting the the hockey puck where it is we're hitting it where it will be uh, and that's where we kind of shuffled as a business we're looking ahead and to be honest i think whenever you hear from us next we're going to be in a very different place and hopefully a much better place so very excited about that and um I think we're at a good point to wrap this all up, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would say so. I think, um, as always, if you're interested in knowing a bit more about what we do, about anything we've said on the show, about us as people, um, or or if you want to ask one of us about the other one, that's also an option you could do. You can email us. And what's that email, Anton? That is, not like last time, info at nagmedia.co.uk yeah we stopped using the old one technical issues nevertheless something went weird use the new one and we are of course on various social medias such as such as (laughs) such as instagram linkedin facebook and twitter all basically at nagmedia llp yep all of it um and, you know, similarly, if you even just want to add us as people on LinkedIn, that's something that we can do and connect to you and chat about what we do. Um, we've also got a gorgeous website. Oh, it's looking so good right now. So shiny. Indeed, we've been going through and just revising some of the pages mm-hmm. now that we've hit the past the one year point of the company and the one year point of the website. So nakamedia.co.uk, uh, updated homepage, updated services, portfolio yeah services it's all looking top notch also our originals our podcasting work i mean and just to find us as independent people you've also got all of that on there so make sure to check it out but yes um i guess until next time au revoir bye for now